1: Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you're listening to the Prophetic Voice of Our Time. A few weeks ago, I held a business training Saturday morning, and in the afternoon, I asked Gail and Sylvia to teach those that are in the fashion designs how to make clothes and how to do some alterations. You know, when it doesn't fit or when it's too long, when it's too short, when it's too wide, we do those alterations. When God tells me to do something like this training, I learned a long time ago not to assume anything or ask too many questions. Because when God tells you to do something, even though you think that it's too small, it is big. And you need to practice doing that, all right? Don't ask too many questions. Don't assume anything, but follow the instructions from the Lord. What I ask God every time I receive those kind of instructions is when, where, and what does He want me to focus on? I always say and remind you that when God tells you even in your own mind, it's a minute thing or an important or small thing, It is important to God, and He is leading you somewhere. And sometimes, He is training you to listen and obey His voice. And when it comes from Him, it's always huge, and it's always essential. So in the morning, I taught business school, and in the afternoon, Sylvia taught the group on alterations, how to change or fix clothes. The group listened so well. I was very impressed. They followed instruction and they asked the right questions. Real proud of them. I enjoyed watching them. And then afterwards, Gail taught them about following patterns, making new clothes. And she brought some patterns uh, to show it to them. And I bought some for the training. And that was a little bit overwhelming for many of them, if not all of them. See, those are for us, and they' so like, nah, I'm not into that. I can just buy new clothes, ready to wear. For God, He brought that instruction, so it is big. My initial take of that is, especially our young people, if they're going to dispossess nations, like art and entertainment, media, gaming, they will not just influence that the industry. There are many, many industries that they're going to dispossess and have an influence on. One of them is fashions and also the conversation. And they'll be able to dictate the discussions afterwards. So I required the guys to attend too. And they all showed up. And one thing I noticed. Now, after that training, they're looking at every outfit differently. And they finally figured out how important it is to follow the pattern and not to deviate from it or else you're going to mess up. And that is just day one. They begin to appreciate sewing and uh, and what it takes to make clothes brand new or even just to fix clothes. And since almost everybody had never done sewing before, they carefully followed the instructions. They just did not jump into it or and said, no, this isn't important. I'm just watching. No. They handled things. They followed instructions with such care. And they asked questions. They asked for help. And I really enjoyed it. And... I thought that, okay, that's the end of it. I obeyed God. I held that business training and then for the fashion. I came home that Saturday. I left a little bit early. I felt so tired. And at the same time, I needed to prepare for the following morning service. Did not hear from God that night. But early in the morning, He woke me up and He revealed to me the importance of that training. See, I thought it's that important. I think others are saying that I'm not going to attend that training. I have better things to do. Transfer of wealth and influence, my dear brothers and sisters, have not really manifested in the history of the church in a global proportion. We have not been this way before. God is doing some things. Of biblical proportion, global proportion. And he revealed to me how important it was for them, how important to follow the pattern that is set before us for this transfer of wealth and influence. In Exodus chapter 25, verse 40, I'm going to read from NLT. Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. Moses was assigned to build the tabernacle for the Lord. And when he was on that mountain for that 40 days and 40 nights, God gave him the pattern or the architectural rendering for the tabernacle. Everything, okay? In Exodus chapter 26, verse 30, also says, Set up this tabernacle according to the pattern you were shown on the mountain. All of those who attended the training concerning the fashion design that afternoon now understood fully understood that is crucial to the transfer of wealth and influence to follow the instruction of the Lord word by word, line by line, or else they will not get there. We were reminded that this 40 days and 40 nights for unlearning things, making corrections, and learning new things from the Lord, that is the alterations that Sylvia taught concerning alterations on clothes it is also for us, spiritually, that it is important for us to unlearn those things, start all over again, and fix it to make it fit. Amen? And at the same time, I realize that construction is crucial in making clothes. Of course, construction is crucial in building a building or building anything. And I was telling them that I wished I paid more attention in my high school and paid more attention and studied geometry, physics, chemistry, and algebra. Sewing, architecture, engineering is all about construction. I thought at that time that I didn't need or I would never apply those in my everyday life Boy, I was so wrong. So now I was telling if you are a high school student is to pay more attention to your subjects when it comes to algebra, geometry, even history and science, because you will use them. And we all know that God is a fashion designer, too. He's the one who started it. Remember, he designed the priestly garments what Aaron and his sons are going to make what they're made of what color etc as a chemist he even formulated the oils to be used it's specifically dedicated for the tabernacle for laying hands for anything he formulated those oil or perfume And, of course, we also know that the Roman soldiers took an interest in Jesus' robe or garment because of its value and design. Keep that in mind. So, if you say that you're not into clothes, if you're listening to this, pay attention because it is important. Just remember the parable of the feast or the wedding banquet, okay? In Matthew chapter 22, starting with verse 2 through 14, this concerns the transfer of wealth, okay? So take a listen. Matthew chapter 22, starting with verse 2 all the way through verse 14. And I'm going to read this time with NIV translation. It says, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. Remember, this is the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of our God, okay? He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, tell those who have been invited that I have uh, prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. Okay, I want you to take Take this personally, that you are invited to be a part of this great move of God, to be a part of the transfer of wealth and influence, okay? Come to the wedding banquet, verse 5, but they paid no attention and went off one to his field, another to his business. Don't be too busy on this. You're going to regret it for the rest of your life. And God's perfect will is he wants you to be a part of it, okay? The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. Go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. Anyone whomsoever, that is you and I. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, both good and bad, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding clothes, or his attire is not fitting for a wedding party. Verse twelve. Friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. Few have chosen to follow God and to show up and partake of this. This is also applied to the transfer of wealth and influence in our times, in our days. So jump on board and unlearn things. And if you're just listening to this and you don't know, I said, how did it start? I'm too late. Start your 40 days of unlearning and learning things from God uh, starting today. And then go to our website, sogmi.org. We have posted the previous broadcasts and this, as well as our Sunday services and Wednesday evening services. We are also on Spotify, so you don't have an excuse, okay? Go to our website, SOGMI.org, and listen to the previous several weeks of our training, of our broadcast that addresses this, so that uh, it is not too late for you, okay? But jump on board, So the parable in Matthew is for today. It applies to what God has been telling us all these years concerning this great move, concerning the transfer of wealth and influence. All of us are invited. All of us were offered opportunities to walk and live in the supernatural. We do not have an excuse. We need to unlearn things and let us stop dwelling in the past and get into the new things that God is doing on the face of the earth. What we know in the past, our education, our training, our head knowledge, even resources, they will become a stumbling block for any one of us moving forward. Remember what the Apostle Paul said, my education, my being a Pharisee, All of this, I counted them nothing. All I want is to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. This is what we need. This is where should be our position and our heart. Okay? And when the nation of Israel were about to cross the Jordan River, that's why it is important for us to respond on this 40 days and 40 nights. I'm so learning so many things. And I told God if I need more days, I wanted to extend my preparation and sanctification because I'm learning a lot. So when the nation of Israel were about to cross the Jordan River into the promised land under the leadership of Joshua, the son of Nun, they were given instruction to purify themselves, just like what God is telling us now. They were also given instruction to follow the priest or Levites carrying the Ark of the Covenant because the Ark of the Covenant signifies that they are where they're at because of their covenant with a wonderful God and Savior, okay? Now, let's read Joshua chapter 3, verses 3 through 5 in NLT said, when you see, this is Joshua talking to the nation of Israel. When you see the Levitical priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, your God, move out from your position and follow them. Move out from your position and follow them. Get out of everything that you're doing right now, your ways of doing things, and follow the promises and the instructions of God. Okay? Verse 4. Let me repeat it again. When you see the Levitical priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, move out from your position and follow them. Since you have never traveled this way before, they will guide you. Stay about half a mile behind them, keeping a clear distance between you and the Ark. Make sure you don't come any closer. Those are very simple instructions. Then Joshua told the people, Purify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. I'm looking forward to that. So, I repeat, the Ark of the Covenant carried by the Levites have to go first. God promised them that he will go before them as they obey the instruction. So, the Ark of the Covenant is a symbol or a sign of them believing and trusting God and following the instruction. Right? Okay. It signifies that they're crossing the Jordan into the promised land based on the covenant of the Lord. Same thing with us now. The Word of God has to go before us first and foremost. That is why it is being preached from the pulpit, from this radio, and from any other available means out there. And also prophecies are being released for the past years now. And for me, it's more than two decades now. And ours, we go before the Lord, we are being led by the Holy Spirit because we are not carrying the Ark of the Covenant anymore. It is in our hearts because our covenant is the new covenant with our Lord Jesus Christ. All right? So there are a lot of things that manifest that day in Joshua's time. Let's continue in verse 6. In the morning, Joshua said to the priest, Lift up the Ark of the Covenant and lead the people across the river. And so they started out and went ahead of the people. They obeyed. Then, after giving instructions to all of them, the Lord, in verse 7, the Lord told Joshua, Today I will begin to make you a great leader in the eyes of all Israelites. They will know that I am with you just as I was with Moses. Give this command to the priest who carry the Ark of the Covenant. When you reach the banks of the Jordan River, take a few steps in the river and stop there. Down to verse 15. It was the harvest season and the Jordan River was overflowing its banks. God chose this time. Okay? But as soon as the feet of the priests who were carrying the ark touched the water at the river's edge, the water above that point began backing up great distance away at a town called Adam, which is near Sarathan. And the water below that point flowed on to the Dead Sea until the river bed was dry. Then all the people crossed over the town of Jericho no matter what you're facing or no matter what challenges no matter what you have or don't have at this time once you obey the instructions of the lord once you put his trust on him and not relying on your own just like in joshua's time as soon as the priest touch their foot set on the river's edge there are many supernatural things that happen. The water began piling up, backing up a great distance to a nearby town. And on the other point, it went and flowed on to the Dead Sea. Those were supernatural things. When God told the nation of Israel through Joshua, purify yourself because tomorrow God is going to do a great and mighty things in your midst. So now, let us purify ourselves because God is about ready to do many things supernatural. Our country, your family, yourself, and around the globe. He is going to do supernatural things. And those that have been faithful, he is going to establish them as great leaders before the eyes of the nations. And as soon as you and I follow God, continue to unlearn things, And continue to embrace the new. God is going to do some spectacular things in us. Don't be concerned about your challenges or your issues and problems. Just step into into that Jordan River and it will dry that for you. Okay? God is going to take care of things. And verse 17. God showed me this like 25 years ago when I was asking him about the transfer of wealth. Okay? In verse seventeen, meanwhile, the priests who were carrying the ark of the Lord's covenant stood on dry ground in the middle of the river bed. As the people passed by, they waited there until the whole nation of Israel had crossed the Jordan on dry ground. If you're asking me, what about you? Are things manifesting since you've been obeying God? Yes, God has been good to me, but it will not fully manifest until. The people of God, those who follow, those who listen to instructions, have already crossed, then mine will, will manifest. Even if it's not manifest, the whole thing, I'm just grateful to God that I'm part of this great move, all right? I know where I'm going. I just want to do the greater works that Lord has assigned for me here on earth. And so I want you to review and read this uh, Joshua chapter 3 again and apply it to yourself, apply it to the nation, apply it to the other Christians. Let us purify ourselves and let us forsake our old ways of doing things. Let us throw away our own desires, our own selfishness, even, even our pride they would not amount to anything and embrace the new because God is faithful and we're under the new covenant and we have the Holy Spirit leading us all the way. Amen? He's going to empower us too. The word of the Lord told Joshua, the priest and the entire nation, that God is going to do wonders for them. They got the same instruction, different post, but God never told them how the Lord is going to do it. He's going to dry up the Jordan River. And God chose the time that the Jordan River was overflowing. There is a danger there that they might get swept away by the current or they'll get drowned. The reason is to show his glory. So God is not going to manifest his glory upon your life if you are relying, if you can take credit away from him. Okay, Uh, I want you to really understand that God will not share his glory. He will allow you to keep the goods and enjoy heaven on earth here. He just doesn't want to share his glory. What a wonderful God that we serve. And I am so excited and I'll continue on reminding you through this broadcast. You need to purify yourselves. Okay, and believe me, all of us. Oh, my gosh. All of us need to unlearn many things, even our prayer life. And I'm running out of time. God bless you for tuning in. Join us in our Sunday services. If you cannot come in personally, we are live streaming at 1030 in the morning and 7 p.m. Sunday night and Wednesday nights. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click live stream. Or you can, you can listen to our previous broadcast, The Prophetic Voice of Our Time, or our services. So God bless you for tuning in. Until next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to The Prophetic Voice of Our Time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast